All right, and welcome back. We're uh, recording our second episode today. Uh, this will probably not drop in chronological order. Well, I mean, way to give up the the game immediately. Why? What's to give it up? I don't know. This the, is, uh, the, the peak. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> we're all as great and powerful. Don't look at what we're doing behind the curtain. This episode's coming out the day we filmed it. Obviously, we are team transparency. Damn we, it! We let, we let you all know what's going on. You know, we like to just have a backup plan just in case, and this is our backup plan. So, welcome to the backup plan episode. Oh mm-hmm. God, damn it! Oh. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> And uh, because this will be at a different time, you can probably put these two episodes together by us saying, I'm currently just adopted two small kittens. They're six weeks old, so you may hear mewing in the background. So we could have said this a week later, and you still have the cats. It easily could have pulled this off. Yeah. Uh, I guess we're team transparency. All right, cool. That's more work than I was going to put into. That's no work at all. Whatever. This facade that we've filmed things on different days, because it doesn't benefit anything. I don't know. <laughs> you had a plan in his head. And we, and just, we just shit all over it, like we normally do. <laughs> that makes sense. That checks out. Yep. Okay. It's what our characters do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow, uh, this feels like D&D way more than it should. <laughs> hey, DM. Fuck you. Uh, so, we are doing a movie... Uh, actually, this is probably the newest movie we've done. It's only been out, what, a week, two weeks, maybe? Which is why we're going to start this podcast... With the words, spoiler alert. Yes. When you figure out what movie this is, and you haven't watched it, then, you know, just don't listen. Yeah. Go watch it and come it, back. This will be a very spoiler-heavy podcast. It is on The Old Guard, which did come out uh, July 10th. 10th. Yep. Uh, it's free on Netflix. Or, air quotes, free on Netflix. If you're paying for Netflix mm-hmm. or have someone's account, it's free on Netflix. Yes. But it's not like there's a premium to it. Or yeah. just go to one, two, three movies, and, you know, you can watch it there, too. Do you not have Netflix? I do have Netflix. Oh, the, what, what I, is one, two, three movies? I don't speak for y'all, but support the official release. Yeah. Pay, pay for your movies. <laughs> As an actress, I would assume that you would also want to support. support yeah. I do 100% support it. I'm just By saying, pirating? All right. <laughs> okay. And moving on quickly. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a quick deep dive into everyone's character. Well, that, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the cast real quick. Because I just looked up some of this cast. Because, like, I recognized him in the film, but I didn't put two and two together. And before we started filming, I went, oh, my God, I didn't put this together. And then both of them told me to be quiet and save it for the podcast. Yes. yes. So, well, yeah. uh, she, she said, let me do some quick research. I only just watched this movie. I don't know anything about it. And then about two seconds later goes, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like immediately, <laughs> wow, you didn't know that? You didn't tell us. <laughs> You see what I go through? <laughs> the Chromas podcast. Anyway, so this cast has the wonderful and the absolutely beautiful Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who I would like to say she's got two types. She's got beautiful bombshell and lesbian heartthrob are her two like stereotypes <laughs> in Hollywood. And I'm yes. okay with this. This is very lesbian heartthrob is definitely her character in this. She's very Anne Hathaway short hair. Yeah. Right. So from yeah. the Black, Black Swan? Who's in Black Swan? No, who no, am I thinking uh, of? You're thinking Les Mis. Who yeah, am I thinking, thinking of? You're thinking Les Mis. Malikutis. Malikutis. No one has short hair in that movie, though. No, no, no they do. Because they're ballerinas. They have to have it in buns. All their hair is long in Black Swan. Well, it looks pretty short when it's in a bun. <laughs> 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 I stand by what I said. <laughs> okay. Yes, eventually it has, like, the bangs in this. It's Don't very, worry, like, I'll... anyways. But we also have <laughs> Wait, all-star cast. Cut 
her hair in the mirror. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is, is who I was talking yeah. about. Didn't she like cut her Why hair? Why do something? you make Star Wars references? I, I didn't make what? a Star Wars reference that yet. That wasn't a Star Wars reference. No, but Natalie Portman with him. It just, it, it patrols. She's also in Thor, point. the Dark Thor, and Thor, the, the other Thor. Thor. The Dark Thor, the Dark Thor? Yeah. Oh. Wait. You made, you brought up Star Wars this yeah, time. Yeah, you brought, brought up Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman was in Black Swan, which we were referencing. I know, but I saw it in his eyes. He was thinking about it. I hadn't done it yet. I, I hadn't done it yet. I saw it in the eyes. Anyways, I'll start casting this movie. So mm-hmm. you have Kiki Lane, who, which the reason I said was I didn't know that. I didn't put together that she plays the character Niall in this movie. She also starred in um, the Oscar nominee movie, Beale Street, If Beale Street Could Talk. Oh, okay. Which is why I was like, I didn't put that together. Also, did not put this together. Marwin Kinzari, who plays Joe in this movie, yes. he's Jafar in Aladdin. Yes. I didn't oh, put that together. Oh, the live action Aladdin? Yes, it was a great uh, movie, so hush your mouth. Yeah, he was a... Um, uh, and I love the original. Yeah. He was in a movie called um, What Happened to Monday that is a really good sci-fi flick that we need to watch at some point. I'm down. Uh, it's basically everybody's allowed to have one kid because the world's overpopulated um. and there are seven sisters each named after a day of the week because they all only go out yeah, they on only their go out day. On that day. Right. Um. And then Monday disappears. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Um, That's interesting. I have seen that. Because mm-hmm. they don't know... They're not, like in order to discover what happened to Monday, yeah. two of them are out there, and it could expose the lie that they've been living. Fascinating. Damn. Um, and because I suck at pronouncing names, and Cusick gets mad at me, he's going to pronounce his next actor's name. Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Fantastic. He's also in this movie, oh. and he's also in 12 Years a Slave, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Serenity. The Lion King. Yep. He's the boy who's got. Ooh, uh, um, The Martian. Yep, yep, he's in the Martian as well. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he and Charlize Theron are, are the most... I think they're the biggest heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah. they're the biggest actors. By the way, just as a, a fun breaking news... I'm giving the breaking news. Charlize Theron is taking a break from Hollywood. Oh, really? To spend time with her children. This came out 13 hours ago. Oh, nice. She's uh, taking a break from movies right now after this one that's coming out. So she's going to be spending time with her daughters, Jackson, nine, and August, who's five. Back to your regular. I thought you were saying show. one of the kids was named nine. I nope. was like, that's nope. a move. Nope. It's a bold move, Cotton, nope. Nope. but it is Hollywood. Be, it would be a move. I was like, did she it'd have be it with like, Elon Musk? Yes, that would have to be like <laughs> no. a, To name your daughter Jackson, then nine, and then go back to August. Yeah. <laughs> like, whew. So, we also have an actress in this film. She's a Vietnamese actress. Her oh, yeah. Uh, Van Veronica. No. Uh, no. Uh, no, I said that wrong as well. I, I, I'm really bad at pronouncing Vietnamese names. Her English nation is Veronica. Yeah. Um, but she was in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Was she really? Yes. As what? I think she's the sister. Uh, yeah, I think you are correct about that. Oh, okay. Yes, she is. Or she plays Paige Tycho. Who is Paige Tycho? Yeah, it, yeah, this is yeah. Sister. So she's Kelly Marie Tran, so Rose Tycho's sister, sister who yes. dies. Who I oddly liked more in that movie. <laughs> she, yeah. I don't know what it was, but I liked her more. All half second of her screen time. I know. I was like, how have you made me feel for this character? I just didn't like Rose. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It's Rose nothing. Nothing. Her way out of being. It's nothing to do with the actress character. either, but the character that she plays was not. Yeah. 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 She, the yeah that character was less. And than then our bad guy in this film, Harry Melling, 
who is best known for playing Dudley Vernon. Mm-hmm. The, the Dursley. Yes. Dudley Vernon Dursley in Harry Potter films. They really sequel-baited this, and... They did. But disappointing that they killed him off, because that, like... Or, I guess, so clearly killed him did off. Did they kill off the doctor lady? No. No. She then, only gets knocked unconscious. And that's all you need. Or skipping ahead, so let's uh, bring it back. Yeah. No. Yes. I mean, no, let's let's rev forward. Well, there's like two minutes of movie left after <laughs> what we just commented on. <laughs> I'm saying let's get into the movie. Um, let's start at the very beginning. They'll die. <laughs> and then they don't. Well, guess what? They're immortal. <laughs> Spoilers. Describe this movie in one sentence or less. Describe this film poorly. Everyone dies, and then they don't. Yeah, I just think that actually might be the best way you could go about that. <laughs> um, Sometimes, but they, yeah. So the whole premise of this is that uh, you have these warriors across time who have basically been Highlandered with less decapitation yes. to steal from Q. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, eventually, the difference though is that they don't die due to the decapitation. Eventually, the power burns out. Yeah. But you don't know when. You don't know it, how it's going to happen. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't know when your time is up. And right. My favorite thing about this is there's only four immortals. Like, no. Who are out running around the world at the time, at the beginning of the movie? That you don't. There were five. One's just potentially. That's either. why I said four running around right now. I mean. The other one hadn't been awakened yet at the beginning of the movie. Nope, not what I'm saying. And I'm the saying one in the box one, is yeah. not running around right now. Well, she might have been. Oh, she yeah. might have been. Yeah. Because she's at the last That's movie. at the beginning of the movie what we know. Stop jumping ahead. No. There are four. I will not. <laughs> From what we know, at the beginning of the movie, there are only four immortals. There's six at one point. Yeah. Yes, but I, the beginning of the movie, <laughs> <laughs> from when we we're, start, we only know there are four. All right, so this is probably the point where people would have realized, oh, they filmed, the, filmed two back to back. Yes. Are we a little bit brain fried? Yes. Have I been drinking wine? Also, yes. Are we giving Kate just the hardest time? Absolutely, yes. Like, there are less than 10 immortals. Yeah, Does that work for you? I'm Does that stick for you? There are less than 10 immortals look, out in the world right now. Look, let me restructure that sentence a little bit, because it was... Because you're right. There are four uh, immortals opera- so operating much. as a team, trying to do good in the world. Um, Continue. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... I might be a witness to a crime. No, um, we're fine. Everything's the fine. End of this. Um... But you have the you're right. You have the the team of four. Yes. Thank you. That is Charlize Theron's group of immortal assassins for mercenaries for hire. Wait, well, for that's the, for for the cause of good. But that's like, also yeah. redundant that I said mercenaries for hire. Like all mercenaries <laughs> by definition are for hire. So mercenaries for good is what I meant to say. Okay. This is not for hire, man. <laughs> I, I I goofed. I goofed. <laughs> They're for hire. Um. Never mind. We're not going to get into that. Continue. <laughs> Christ. Uh, yeah, so we open on uh, Charlize Theron and her team basically accepting this job. Yep. Uh, no, technically it starts with them just getting freaking murdered in the first five seconds, and then it goes, like, back. Right, right. Oh, we start, yeah, we start and many of that you had a cold open to... Which yeah. I really enjoyed, because mm-hmm. I just like how it starts off with black you have like big headlights they're all lined up and then you just start the first line it shows there and going mother then- no, no 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 they're already on the ground dead they're already on the ground dead are they yeah it's not a motherfucker no 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 it does not it does not it does not 
All right, we might pause and uh, rewatch the first 10 seconds. All right, are we going to do that? We can. I'm down for it. All right, three, two, one, we're pausing. We'll be right back. And we're back. Music is correct. I stand corrected. (laughs) It starts off with them laying on the floor. The point is, I like that they are all, it's obvious that they are dead. I agree with you, yes. Yes. It it made a good cold open. Absolutely. In general, I'm a big cold open guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just go to Thor Ragnarok. (laughs) It's like, you're wondering how. How I may have gotten here. That is... Honestly, that is one of the better cold opens because it drops you right into this is not the last Thor movie. This is yes. not the continuation of the last Thor movie. Oh, God. And everyone probably just stood up and cheered. Universally. The yeah. Wildly like We that. actually saw it together. We both got very excited about it. We did, it. yes. This is true. Uh, oh. But, so we're basically, this is a really fun concept because you get the kind of uh, survive, like, the tr- Oh, my God. Can I structure a sentence? No. None uh, of us can. But the, a lot of the time what we see is in these death loop movies is it's generally repeating a phase of time. A live, die, repeat type thing? Yes. Uh, Groundhog Day, uh, Happy Death Day. Uh, Happy Death Day 2. Happy Death Day 2. <laughs> uh, God, I feel like I'm missing like a million of them. There, yeah. Yeah, they're a dime a dozen. But, um, I, yeah. This movie definitely uh, does stuff that only it can do with its premise. Right, exactly. They re- they play it up, and they play it up in a well, good way. To kind of go off of a video that I was showing Kate earlier, it does concept well. It's a good concept movie. And it's made by the same people that did, or produced uh, Gemini Man, mm-hmm. another concept movie that didn't do well. <laughs> but this was very well done. I actually still have not seen Gemini Man. It has a great premise. Yes. In that it's old guard versus new guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top drop. I saw what you did there. Uh, I didn't mean to do that, but I did it. Um, and then they just like got lost in the fact that, oh, we can make Will Smith look young. Yes. And in this one, they didn't have to deal with any of that. And they were just like, let's just do the concept of... I wanted Gemini Man to be they're more, good so yeah. bad. Everyone did. Uh, or at this, least Will Smith did. This was actually... I'm kind of surprised. Like Netflix original movies have not been overall good so far. Like Death Note? Was that that, that one? Original? That one yes, original. Yes, it was. I mean, it's, it's not an original. It's based off anime, but it's yeah, still a Netflix film that they made. This is based off a comic. It is an original. Anime. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So same thing. Yeah, but I'm talking like yeah. Five Underground was no, not you're right, you're right. any sort of critical acclaim. Like, yeah, good cast, decent movie, but not great. Um, that it's Adam action. Sandler movie oh. on the cruise ship uh, was dog shit. Oh yeah. Uh, They're mainly known for their TV shows. Yes. Extraction was good. They've had Extraction since, was decent. I, since quarantine started, they've had good mm-hmm. movies. I feel. But this is de- by far their highest budget movie that they've released mm-hmm. uh, that they've done, and I definitely think it shows. I don't know if I would have seen this in theaters. Agreed. I'm not sure I would have either. Actually, it had That's, a budget of seventy million. Like because it's on Netflix, easy. You got me. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know if I'd ever seen it in theaters. I it's, and I, that. I'd, I'd be. Worse off for not seeing it. I, I would have rented it after it came out of theaters. Almost guaranteed, I might not have seen it. Right. That you know, like opening. I wasn't yeah. racing to the theater for this. Yeah. Uh, but like, what it tells me is Netflix is figuring out how to make movies, mm-hmm. and they're doing a better job every single time they release something. Yep. And I really like how that looks for the future. Oh, absolutely. I the the whole COVID thing coronavirus everything that's going on like mm-hmm. they're gonna have to adapt well and now that streaming is having to fight for market share yeah harder because that's all anybody's getting they're 
stepping up to the plate, it seems like. I didn't know that. Unlike Quibi. <laughs> oh, that was just a poor premise. Yep. But, I mean, you got HBO Max with the Snyder Cut coming out. Oh, Everyone's got stuff with their games. Did you ever watch... Uh, I have to. Or read the Alex Ryder books in... As a I want to say I did. Adult? Yeah. They're making a TV show for that. I don't know if they need to. They tried to make a movie yeah, for it a couple of years ago. I remember it, that. It, it I don't do. know if they need to. <laughs> I'll stand by what I said. They spent too much time wondering if they could. They didn't stop to think they should. Artemis Fowl. <laughs> oh, my God. That movie was a stinker. Yeah. Yeah, not great. I, I love those books too. That's upset me the most. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm Disney was thrilled that COVID happened. They're like, we don't have to release the theater. Thank God. Yeah, we don't have to hemorrhage any more money. Yeah, we can just put it on our own streaming service. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the movie we are discussing, though. I uh, guess. I, I suppose we'll go back there. Maybe. Um, but I really like that you. They didn't really like build up. They never had any like like they had a few, but never relied on the flashbacks to show. Right. The character's story, their plots. God, how of much course. makeup and costumes did they pile those people into for seven seconds of clips? Oh, God. Uh, right? <laughs> That's why Charlize Theron's taking time away from Hollywood. Exactly. She's a- and the wig, because she's got this long hair in the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. She's got the shortcut. Um, and I really like that, uh, to show she's super old, her name is literally Andromache, and they just call her Andy, yeah. in, like for modern day, just to show, like, look how things have gone. Yeah. Um, but I also, you can see why she's the leader. And it's interesting because she's the only woman in this group of four at mm-hmm. the time. She's the leader. She's the highly respected because but she's she is, the oldest. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like usually, especially seeing at the times she was alive in, mm-hmm. for a woman to be the leader, like during the Crusades, during the witch trials, during like literally biblical time, that's how old she yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I really love that it's that. And I also really appreciate that it's people of all over the world they didn't stick with like just european right because you have joe who's was a muslim fighter during the crusades mm-hmm. you have nicola you have um booker who are french you have um quinn who is asian and then we see very briefly that there was another man who was an african man who died yes. years ago and then our new immortal nile is an african-american girl from the states who's serving in afghanistan also their fight scene uh between Charlize Theron and... Uh, in the plane? Yes, is the first scene that they filmed. And it's fantastic. That was the first time really? Kiki met Charlize Theron was for the day that they shot that. Damn. I love that. Yeah. And uh, I will say, like, for an action film, it was it gave me a lot of John Wick vibes where it was very realistic, badass fighting. Yeah. I, I was like, watching I this. Yes, like, I John was going to make the comparison between... John Wick's either going to give them some praise or it's going to be litigious. Or John Wick's going to make a cameo. Someone's getting the suit. Nope, John Wick's making a cameo. He's immortal, it turns out. I mean, that would be a great way. I'm here for that universe. I'm in for this crossover. Holy crap. Um, Um, So, yeah, Andromaca the Scythian. Uh, Scythia was around from 11th century BC to 2nd century AD. So that's when she was alive. It's a drama key. A drama key. My bad. Thank you. You give me all the time. No, I appreciate it. I know my ancient Greek. Uh, Well, Scythian. You know what I liked about this movie is that Charlize Theron plays this awesome uh female badass mm-hmm. and it's effortless and it never took you out of the movie for like yeah i thought nothing's coming to mind but how many movies where they try to make like a female lead a badass and they lay it on so thick yes. Snow White and the huntsman Kristen stewart 
that one is definitely one, but like oh, because oh, they make her a war, they put her well. in like the no. Arm. I'm saying they're like wow, yeah. Kristen Stewart's been in a lot of those positions. <laughs> yeah, that's a yikes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, but then she also has yeah. Sarah in that, who's a beautiful wow. evil queen, who's just a badass. Where I'm like, I want her to win. I support this. Like, yeah, really, uh, uh, Charlie's Angels recently, also yeah, with she plays yes. Uh, oh, look, uh, look at look at the all women ghost. I don't. That was for that was so forced, I that. and it hurt the movie. I actually didn't hate Kristen Stewart. I actually, she was my favorite of the angels that they had. Okay. For, who saw it yeah. was nowhere near as good as the Cameron Diaz Lucy Liu Drew Barrymore yeah. or like the 70s original show but she was the most likable okay. baddest well, character out of the other women okay I, I, I will give her that, that. I will it, give her that but she was I'm also just, playing a full yeah. on like lesbian badass and I was like that's literally who she is in real life she yeah. wasn't trying she was literally right. she herself. was playing herself yeah um, but yeah no there are a lot of women it's kind of yeah, and like the representation for the uh, LGBTQ plus all the other letters that I'm never gonna remember because hey. it changes all the time. The uh, plus, that's all yeah, you need. <laughs> the the representation in this where that it's re- like it's very obvious that you have two gay characters and it's subtle and it's not calling attention to it yeah. for the sake of calling it to, like, and the one thing they kind of do itself. call attention to it is like just really well written. It's well. so beautifully yeah. written because yeah. you have Joe and Nikki who were actually enemies during the Crusades is when they were first killed and realized they were immortal. And they were kill- and they killed each other. Mm-hmm. And they both came back to life, realized what was going on, and they became lovers. And when they're being captured, they are... Joe keeps asking, Nikki, are you okay? Nikki, are you okay? Yeah, their dialogue and, in a lot of those scenes is great. Yes. And then yeah. the guys, the army guys that have them, keep telling him, like, oh, shut up, be quiet. And he's like, I need to check to see if he's okay. And the one army guy goes, what is he, your boyfriend? And everyone starts laughing. And the His line, monologue. Yeah. Joe just says, you are a child. You are an infant. You say this man's my boyfriend. He means more to me than you could ever know. He is the moon in my darkness. This man means more to me than life itself. And he has this whole little monologue about it. And I just love Nikki's response because it's the perfect like lover situation where he just goes, "You're an incompetent romantic." Like, and then they just start, and then they just kiss in front of all the guards, and all the guards have no idea what to say. Yeah, and it's just it's, so beautifully done. It's the perfect response. I think the better, almost the better takeaway from that is like you really feel like these are older characters than the actor's appearance yes they're an old couple and like that was the purpose of that line more so than like let's get the representation out there it was more in the story mm-hmm. these are a couple that is been you feel like your grandparents have been yeah. together when they've been together 60 years they've been together 600 yeah the crusades but no it did remind me of like that old couple where it's like maybe the older like in their 80s 90s and like the wife is sick in bed and it's the husband saying that's been my wife for 50 years mm-hmm. visiting hours don't apply to me yes it was that vibe yes but mm-hmm. even more which was just although done. not the first re- uh instance of representation in a uh comic book movie uh first one goes to deadpool 2 really yes oh mm-hmm. uh hi man yes yeah <laughs> Thank um, you. Is, said hi. Yeah. Say hi back. It was really nice of you. <laughs> you feel in uh, Nagasaki Teenage Warhead? Yeah. yeah. Awesome name as well, by the way. Just <laughs> a side comment. That's surprising. But yeah, I think that was, I remember reading it when that came out, and that might not be true, but that's... Spurious facts with the producer Scrat. Yep. We're here for it. That, that, that is what I was told when it came out, and I have stuck with that as... What the fact that's, I regret that's true. Regret it's now canon. <laughs> Stamp it down. Um, but I will also say I really do. It shows you because it talks about like during the witch trials when Andy and 
queen were like persecuted as witches themselves because they couldn't die and how they literally talk about how in the world in the olden days they had to be super super careful because if you were different you were persecuted right and i in today's world everyone wants to be different everyone wants to stand out more and so when you have nile who's the new immortal who gets her throat slit and then she comes back and her other two best friends in the marines like would you rather her go sent back in a body bag and then they see there's no scar and she immediately is ostracized yes she immediately is rejected yeah. for this it was a very clear through line that some things never change. Yeah, yeah that, but it wasn't in your face, which I really appreciate. There's definitely two themes of this movie. And one of them is that humanity doesn't change, and the other is that if you're immortal, you can't live. Yes. And by the end, like those are the kind of thesis statements that are put at the beginning of the film, and at the end, you kind of like, oh no, humanity can change. You see all the good that's come through mm-hmm. from all them fighting, and immortals can live. That's the whole, her, Charlie's talking to Booker, or Andy talking to Booker, being like, we haven't been living very well. We need to change that. Da 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 da. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting kind of. Even Booker straight up says, "Just evolution. because you live doesn't mean you don't like feel." Doesn't it. mean yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah. mean you're alive. Exactly. Yeah, it just shows. Uh, it's it's a very interesting transition thematically. Mm-hmm. But going to the scene I was talking about that I misplaced chronologically in the film, <laughs> but when it shows them taking the job, they're going to go rescue a bunch of um, African schoolgirls who are being held hostage, or so they think. They walk in, and it's just pitch black, and then all of a sudden, like, these big headlights come out, the four of them are lined up, and you just see Shirley Stanton's face, and you see Andy go, mother fuck, then just turn again down. And I just just love her face, just, oh, son of a... I I really love that Shirley Stanton, regardless of technology, carries a double-headed battle axe yeah it, I think that shows how old she is yeah because like, the guns were only she's just very much like you know what killing's killing and this is my favorite way to do it well even I mean, Booker <laughs> says when they ask how old she is and when Niles goes oh did Andy do all this he says she knows more ways to kill than a whole army will ever learn it was mm-hmm. that she'd forgotten more ways to kill than a whole army will ever learn I think was the line you had subtitles yeah. on I would have messed it as well but I Great. think that's what it was you there, could be right as well there's some great, like, action movie one-liners. Yeah. yeah. Easily. But the point is, like, she's a one-woman yeah. army. And it shows, because, like, guns, like, especially the guns we have today, haven't been around that long. Nope. It's mainly been, like, swords and axes and, like... Yeah. And I that's mean, what she knows, and that's what she's going to kill you in. Because guess what? Swords and axes, they don't jam. When she gets that fire axe in the final oh, God, rush, yeah. <laughs> and she, like, hefts it, and I'm like, oh, she's about to... Do-. Like, did you guys ever see the Punisher movie... No. Uh, the first one. No. Um, I did not. I know what you're talking about, but I'm not. There's a scene where he goes into his uh, into a room and unscrews a uh, one of the big industrial sized uh, paper cutters, and he takes out the blade that's Just on the handle. Like cleaver, essentially. And, yeah, it's one of those moments in a movie where you go, "Bad things are about to happen yeah. with that thing." <laughs> yep. Oh, and I mean, Andy's truly there on her axe that she has. At least is definitely like. It's not the one she's had forever. No, it's, it's like it's very new, modern, very modern made. But there's it's a, still it's, a, it's a more civilized weapon yeah. for a or yeah, shit. Damn, it's a less civilized weapon for a civilized well, like, time. A more see... civilized weapon for a whatever. That's it's the Obi Wan quote. I'm trying yes. to do. I tried to pull the Star Wars in now. Well, you have Damn James it. Copley who gives him the job. Like we need to help these girls, and all I can see is Andy going, "You have my axe, yeah. <laughs> and my sword, and my bow." Um. Um. But yeah, I also appreciate. I find it interesting that none of them who have been immortal for 
hundreds and hundreds of years have no answers. Elegant None whatsoever. Yeah, there I are zero do, answers. I do like that regardless of the fact that they are old, ancient, and wise, they don't know why they're still around. Like, there's no yeah. Or why lore. they were picked. I do kind of with, like, it's hot take, Hancock. Having the little bit of backstory, yeah. but not like that you were like, oh, they were made in pairs, and there were at one time more of them, yeah. and now there's not. Like, that gives you just the right amount of, like, I need more back, like, right. I need more world building as, like, a craving, not like a yeah. disservice. Yeah. And this, this one I was like, might have benefited from a little bit extra. I, I very much was like, how, they've been alive for this long, how have they not sought out any sort of, like, answers? Answers, yeah. Yeah. I think it's because no one has the answers. There is, yeah. like, considering how old Andy is, if there were any kind of answers, she would have found them. It'd be, it, I guess it's more of a, and it, it doesn't fit with the film, but it'd be more of like a, at least in this day and age, I can see one of them finding some scientist, like, paying them, like, hey, I need you to analyze my blood. And, mm-hmm. like, and things go south, they burn everything up. Yeah. There's no evidence that ever happened, but like just getting some answers, like very um, in, yeah, the end of Limitless, where he, he goes and gets a third-party yeah. lab to make his own pills. Yes. Well, I will say you think you look back at because it's obviously going to have like a second, third film yeah. lined up, but in most of those films, they spend the first film with the build-up. Like you look at Lord of the Rings, it's mainly them like meeting all the characters, getting there. What I liked about yeah. this was they weren't looking for answers. They weren't like hunting to find the things. It merely was like. They did. Here's the action. Let's get to the point. Mm-hmm. Which, well, and it was very John Wickian, and yeah, that. yes, where it just showed the little bit of background throughout it. It didn't focus on the background. Mm-hmm. It got to the point, and I very much appreciated that because I was more hooked. Whereas if they were like trying to find the answers from the Doctor in this first film, I would have been like, Oh yeah, yeah. no, it wouldn't what? have been nearly as interesting for yeah. sure. I kind of I like the idea. Who um, Booker is the one that betrayed him, right? Yes. Yes. I like the idea. So Booker gets ostracized for a hundred years. Obviously, if they do a sequel, he's coming back before then. Yes. Because yes. uh, you can't cut your cast by twenty five percent. Well, also well, the end credit scene, which we'll get to. Oh wait, I didn't stick around for the end credit scene. Oh, oh no! Yeah, yeah. We'll they, get there. They, they, we don't so, know. Wait, wait, don't spoil. Don't spoil. No, no, I'm not. I'm more we'll saying do another like, pause. I'm more saying you you saw the uh, you said they were like they were signed up for a sequel. Yes. They even more heavily <laughs> sequel yeah. yes. it. Okay. Should we do another no, no. pause? No, no, we shouldn't pause. I think we should tell him, get no, his reaction, and then we'll watch it. No, no, I mean, because we can do oh. another pause again. This is the my favorite episode because we now we've shattered the fourth wall almost completely. <laughs> we paused once already, and we'll do we'll it again. Continue through the movie, and then we'll pause towards the end, and we will watch that last scene. Yes, just, just, just don't do it yet. Up, but, uh, don't do it yet. I'm no. not doing it yet. I'm just but, pulling but off. But I like it. why Booker betrayed. It wasn't that he didn't love his comrades. Right. It was just he, like he was the only one out of the other immortals that had three die. sons. Yeah. Who was a father who had people that he lost. And you have, Andy's been around for so long and lost so many people that doesn't really matter for her anymore. And then you have Nikki and Joe who are lovers. Like they had they each have, other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Booker has no one. And he even says that. He goes, you two had each other. I didn't have anyone. That he said, if by finding the cure between us, like what makes us immortal, we can find Ooh. out how to die. Yes. We can find out how to move on. And I honestly, I think that's why his punishment wasn't so great. Better than nine months later. Yes. <laughs> um, but yes, no, I, I absolutely agree with you, Kate. The, the whole, like, his reason for betraying everyone makes sense, because he's just like, I want to find out how to die. Well, so let me, take, let me make my take before yeah. this ruins my take. I can't wait for it to. Oh, but I was going to say, 
Booker's got to come back. Obviously, sounds like he's going to. But it would be intriguing for him to come back with after finding some information on their history yeah. and it being imperative that's all he that he wanted gets that info to was him. to find out why they are what they are. Well, he wanted to die, but yeah. Well, I mean, like, you, he's the only one who talks about, like, what happened with his youngest son who died of cancer. Yes. And how they're going to ask you why you're immortal to share the secret and you won't have an answer and then they're going to say you don't love them and it shows that flashback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, that's heartbreaking. What a it brutal... It does but make him sound a face. bit like an angsty teenager. Now that I think of it. <laughs> I mean, just he is compared, the youngest of the immortals. He is immortals. the youngest, yeah. Um, you got the, the baby child, you got the teenager, you got the young couple in love in like their 30s or whatever. And you, you got grandma. the grandma. Yep. <laughs> Shows there. Um, also, do you think uh, Quinn comes back as... We need to show v- you this end of vin- I think she comes back as a vengeful... Okay, so we're going to take a... No, hold on, hold on, okay, before we get there, before we get there, though... we got to pause. we got to show you this. I know, we'll get there in one second, one second, one second. But I... But going, because I want to finish the Booker thing real quick. Okay. So, when Andy loses her immortality, like, just randomly out of nowhere, when she massacres all those people that came in and Mm -hmm. took Joe and Nikki, and and realizes she's not healing. Yeah. Yes. And Booker fucking just shoots her, and then he's like, she's not healing. (laughs) It's a good thing he didn't shoot her in the head. I know, no kidding. Oh, well, because he, well, he didn't want to knock that her out. That ended the sequel baiting. Because, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. again, he didn't well, want to knock her out. Like, when you kill someone, they get knocked out. and takes Like, like she even Andy says, um, oh, I hate how slow it is for them to come back okay, the, first the first couple, couple times. times yeah. And then he realizes that he's not, she's not healing. And literally, he starts panicking. He loses it. He loses it that she's not healing because it shows how much he does love and care yeah. about her. Yeah, yes. Which I, I'm sorry, I've got small kittens who want to come out right now. Anyways, but are really... They, they were fed an hour ago and they've taken their nap and they're ready to take over the world. They are, they really are. But again, I like that it just, Booker wasn't a bad guy. He just no, wanted... he just made mistakes. He just wanted to die. He's been alive since the 1800s. His family's dead. He has no one. He's just ready to move on with his life and he thought that's what Andy wanted but again when she stops healing he's like get bandages heal her <laughs> yeah. yeah I done moved and then he even says I killed her I killed her and he's like having a full blown panic attack I mm-hmm. do like both uh, Booker and uh, oh what's the guy's name each he would tell oh uh, uh, Copley Cop- yeah Copley yeah James uh, Copley Copley I-, I like that they both try to like hide like oh no she's not immortal anymore you don't need her you don't need her yes well, Copley should have said from the beginning, would, yeah. this is not sadism, this is not torture, we're not doing this for money, we're doing it for the science. Yeah. And he even says, just take your, the tissues, take your blood samples, don't take the people. Yeah. And then <laughs> you know, freaking Dudley over here is like, no, do it for the money. Gotta save the IP. Okay, we're going to pause real yeah. quick, and we're going to watch this scene, so give me notes happening. Yay, we're back. And we're back. I thought I'd deleted the whole recording but it's not it's uh, here yeah i'm almost paid. we're good we're fine it disappeared for a second but it came back and <laughs> we're good Q's fun fact switch. i did that once yep we we had to restart that one yeah that one needed to be restarted i will say i was yeah. gonna ask her to be restarted as well <laughs> um see so i have now seen the end credits scene that i missed the first time it wasn't even after the credits it's before the credits roll but yes yes i don't yeah. know how you missed it i don't know i think i turned it off as soon as it Appeared the, to be over. The title showed up. Yep. You're like, ah, there it is. Uh, you forgot the six months later. Yep. Well. Uh, and it looks like Quinn and Booker are going to team up. Yes. Or, alternatively, if you wanted to subvert expectations, you would make 
Quinn approach him for a deal, them have an actual fight, him escape, and try to get out ahead and warn them. That's probably and what it, will happen. And them not be... As people well, who if, haven't read the comics. You know what I, I see happening? Yeah, I haven't either. So. Have y'all seen uh, Despicable Me 2? Nope. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's the scene where Gru's with like the, uh, the other bad guy, and he's like, this is my world domination plan. And Gru's like, no, no, I'm here for the plan. It's a totally, nope, I love the plan. And he's like walking out the door. He's like, great plan. I'm here <laughs> for it. And then he makes it out the door. And the guy goes, I don't think he was on for the plan. <laughs> he makes it out and grabs the kids and is like, we're getting out of here. I see Booker like, no, I love this plan. I love this revenge. I, I am here for this. I'm just going to make a call outside. Don't worry about it. it yep. I, I love the plan, though. I'm going to guess Quinn, Quinn, how do you say her name, uh, has information about them. And why they have their powers and all that. And is probably also looking to kill... Yes. Has... Andy. And guess who doesn't have her immortality anymore? I will also make a $5 bet that Andy gets her immortality back in the second movie. Again, as someone who has not read any of the comics. I could see... Well, so the only thing I know about the comics is that she never actually loses the power in the comics. Okay. They did that for the movie to make the stakes feel higher. Cool. Uh, I wonder if Booker can give up his immortality to Andy. Well... My my presumption right now is that there can only be five people active with the power. Maybe. Uh, and because the only reason I feel like that might be the case is because Andy's... In, in movie continuity, like I said, comics doesn't lose it, but in movie continuity, one person gained theirs and another person lost theirs yeah. in rapid succession. Yeah, but she gained her powers and Andy still had the immortality for, for like, a while. A little 24 while. hours. Yeah. It, it could be. I can see that being a thing, yes. Um, I, I can see Booker giving up his immortality. I don't know if it can be given up. I feel like the fact that they didn't kill the doctor lady who's working on the immortality blood stuff mm-hmm. probably is going to come up with something and they'll get her to give it back to Andy. It's kind of my thought. Well, or it's Spider-Man 2-esque where she's just not feeling up to it right now. She'll get her powers back later. <laughs> Or it could be... Jeez. I mean, that's what happened yeah, to Spider-Man no. 2. Spider-Man she 2 was the best of those movies, but it was. The, the premise really was not as good as it could have been. Not or it could be that right now. instead of giving them back their powers, she learned how to take away their power. Maybe. And therefore take away Booker's or someone's killed yeah. him, and then because there can only be five, Andy gets hers back or something. Might be. Well, that, and that's more what I'm saying is, like, like, maybe they kill Quinn and Andy gets her power back. I feel like you... How did they kill Quinn, though? I think they killed Booker over Quinn. I feel like it'd be one of those, like, it'd be hard... If, if you wanted to... I'm see going back to someone that already If happened. you wanted a trilogy bait, you would not kill Quinn, Booker would die in the crossfire protecting Andy, and Andy would have gotten her powers back after being hit anyway. Yeah. But because we have the two lovers, you know, one has to die eventually. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's also true, yes. I say it's Nikki. It's going to be interesting with Charlize Theron taking a break as well. I think they filmed all of these, or at least... I don't think they filmed. I, I doubt answer. they've started filming a second one. Well, she's been. T- oh. So maybe they say she's already dead. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot it a hundred years in the future. Yeah. It's like a sci-fi. They could film noir. I'd oh, be down for that. that I'd be a, so down for that. Actually, that would kind holy of, shit. That would kind of be a better. Oh, like doing the hundred years. Yeah, yeah. when he does, coming back. But he's got Quinn on his side. And they've been plotting. And Quinn doesn't show up till the age. Yeah. Oh, that does break oh, my I'm heart. Here though. for that. Yeah, I when kind of like this plan better. Booker and Andy say their goodbyes. Netflix cut a check. We yeah. a movie. <laughs> when Booker and Andy say their goodbye at the end, and then Booker goes, "This will be the last time we ever see each other." She goes, "Imagine that it actually is." Yeah. Oh, that'd be. Set it in like Logan era. 
Yeah, exactly. That'd be... Copyright. Trademark. <laughs> HBR Podcast. Don't take our ideas. We did it, our, we did it first. <laughs> we didn't do it first, actually. We're stealing this from someone but else. may I just say something? This ending scene, when you have Booker, he's drunk off his butt, even drops the rum glass with rum spilling everywhere, makes up the stairs, knows someone's in his room, break, breaks in with the gun, and then all of a sudden you just see someone pour themselves a drink. She's got red nails. She's in a beautiful red outfit. And the most seductive voice going, Booker. Nah. I was like, am I gay? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. She's, and just like her voice in that. And you don't even see her face with the very like last yeah. second when she takes a sip. But like the all red and the pouring of the drink and the so seductive of a voice. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, we got trouble. <laughs> <Wait> <laughs> <laughs> My the lady boner says things. It's flooding. Not sure. Oh, my God. Uh, but I also I want love to talk about Niall. I really enjoyed yeah. Niall, which is also a weird name. Mm-hmm. But can I just say you have the Marines and you have the female Marines, and the female Marines we meet's names are Niall, Dizzy, and like Joe. Is it Joe? I don't know. I don't know what the other ones. Were there two I could, Joes in the movie? I could have seen them more being like Sad. code names or like call signs. Gita. But the fact that Niall sticks with Niall the whole time. I don't know. They all have weird names. Yeah, they very much comic book names. Yes, like uh, uh, Dizzy Jordan, maybe. I don't know. I'm... Wow, they're not. They're not really. They're not listed on the cast. Yeah, I, I mean on, they probably are, but on not IMDb they are recognizable. Oh yeah. I found no. Dizzy's they weren't put on Wikipedia. Natasha Karam. Yeah, probably not Wikipedia. Yeah, IMDb though. Um, I just I, if I remember what their names were, I could pick them out, but. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Joe. So they call her Joe. Huh. So, so there are two Joes in the movie. Dizzy and Joe. Weird. Oh, Met Tally and Natasha Karam. Yeah. Natasha Karam. Yep. That is the strangest spelling of Natasha I've ever seen. N A T A C H A. I assume that's pronounced Natasha. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. More than that, I'm not going to. Uh, I was going to try and do something, but I couldn't. I don't know what you were going to Not to Acha or something. Like, just pronounce right, it yeah, yeah. very phonetically. Hook it on Pahonix. Work it for me. On Pahonix? Yeah. <laughs> I think I know where it went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Among many things. Uh, but again, I like that our female Marines, these are their names. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I feel like with a Marine, you wouldn't have the name, like, you know, Bitsy. Yeah. Marie. I can see Marie. You know who plays... Like, just very feminine names. Yeah. The female cop in season one of Altered Carbon plays a very badass police officer. I never actually watched it. Hmm? I never finished Altered Carbon the first season. Yep. What? Yeah, never yep. your alley. I know. Any reason? No. Uh, no. No reason. Just got distracted? Yeah. Too much content in this world. <laughs> Coming from the guy... Too much YouTube. Who, yeah. He's he's seen everything he needs to know about it through YouTube, probably. Hi. I did see two uh, reviews for this movie before I watched it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, Is there anything that you don't feel like spoiling for yourself? No. Well, some things, yes. I just... I can't imagine... Like, I don't like even subtitle tri- spoilers? Yes. I don't like subtitle spoilers. Subtitle spoilers. I try to not watch trailers before watching movies because I don't like things being spoiled that much. 
I mean, like, we... I, I'd been told the premise, or, I, like, I looked up the premise of the movie when you said to watch it. So that spoiled it immediately. Right. the premise gives it away. I, although I did think it was Highlander, but with less decapitation. Well, there's no decapitation in yeah. this movie. Well, so that's the less. <laughs> <laughs> Zero is less, technically. But, yeah. Oh. Uh-oh. It's like Highlander. That can only be one, except for there's a five or there four. There can only be five. Yeah. <laughs> well, there can only be one to finish the competition. Yes. Although the issue, never mind. We'll do a Highlander episode at some point. Yes, because I'm actually, not next. I but love at some movie. point. I haven't seen Highlander, so yeah. That's so good. Um, I'm sorry, Sean Connery, right? Yeah. Yep. And does he just walk around the home he going, pl- Trebek? He plays a Spaniard. Yeah. Sword, Spanish swordsman. Who he is. Or something. Not. Uh, I don't know. I, I looked at his name earlier. It hadn't started with an R. I feel I could be wrong. Spurious facts with Jake. Uh, let's see, Highlander Sean Connery is Ramirez. Ah, oh, I was right. Second Ramirez. Uh, but yeah, that's... That's, that's weird a, that they have him as a Spaniard. Mm-hmm. When I think he's a Spaniard in this. I mean, why would the name would at least make yeah, it Yeah, that does itself to... But, I mean, especially since it's like Scottish swordsman. Mm-hmm. And Sean Connery's accent is so like... And it's the highlands. Well, yeah. Joker's accent isn't Scottish, though. I know it's not Scottish, like, but, like... That's, like, the running joke is that he leaned into a Scottish accent that <laughs> wasn't actually a Scottish accent. <laughs> it's very hard to do a Scottish accent. Let's all try... No, we're not trying a Scottish I mean, accent. He, we'll immediately... He is, he is a Scottish <laughs> act, actor, but, like, yeah. that's not, like, a... It, yeah. The accent he has is not, like, a... I, that might be shit, but, again, that might be another fact that Spurious I've Spurious facts. Yeah. That's, a, that's been Mandela affected into my brain. That when are we going to rename the podcast to Spurious Podcast? I don't know what Spurious means. Spurious means probably not right. Oh. <laughs> that's a Spurious fact from Jake, actually. <laughs> spurious mean not being what it purports to be, false or fake. Potentially Spurious fact. Yes. Uh, I just had always heard that that was not like an actual accent that anybody oh. any dialect of Scotland really would have yeah I could see that being a but, thing but since we're not doing this podcast on Highlander no we're not let's save the uh, Scottish accent for when we actually do Highlander yeah we're, do- we're doing it on Highlander 4 the old guard yeah <laughs> uh, I also back to the movie we are reviewing which is the old guard when Copley's men come in and kidnap Joe and Nikki and Andy and Niall run back in, and you just see Booker just completely emboweled, like emboweled, like just yeah, guts everywhere. Took a and, and grenade to the chest. I know, but like he's like just it's guts are just hanging out. Yeah. And he's like, oh crap, that's unfortunate. And Andy's like, ah, it's an improvement. You look better. <laughs> and Niall's just in the back, like what the fuck? Yeah, what is going on? And then he goes to another shirt at the end. He's like, okay, we're gonna move it on. And then the whole the whole like waiting for like wait for her signal. What's her signal? Oh, you'll know. You're gonna signals. know. And then giant blast comes through and the door. She, like, what's the signal? What's the signal? Boom. Oh. That makes yep. sense. Um, I also, when they go rescue Joe and Nikki, and mm-hmm. then you have Andy and Booker get kidnapped, and they're all being experimented on, and so Niall's the one who goes in to save them, and they're like, okay, we need to take out. Um, I just want to keep calling him Dudley because he's just forever Dudley for me in oh. Harry Potter. But he plays Stephen Merrick. So Merrick, who's our mm-hmm. main bad guy here, like, we've got to take out Merrick now, otherwise Dudley we'll never Merrick. be safe. Dudley Merrick, yes. Dudley Vernon Merrick. Um, we'll never be safe. And they go, okay, let's do what we did in uh, 34. And she's like, 1934? She's like, no, no, 1834. 1834. 
And I love that because you just see like, because you would assume, like you say 34, like yeah. large, we assume. Harry mm-hmm. Melling is the actor's name. I know, but I was saying the character's name. Yeah, I know, Stephen but... Merrick. Oh, he's deadly to... forever. Right. Somebody has the full feature length of Highlander on YouTube. Yes, oh, that's what that we earlier. were watching earlier as well. Before we came over. <laughs> I mean, support the official release, but I couldn't find the official release, so it's free on YouTube. Yep. Give me crap for Wonder Dreams. Whoops. We've yes. just ruined big time free movies, uh, YouTube career. Oops. <laughs> Oops, it does this. Or that meme, I'm about to ruin this man's career. <laughs> I'm fitting to ruin this whole man's whole career. Um. Uh, anyways, but you assume it's going to be 1934. Yeah. And then they're like, yes. no, no, 1834. And again, Nell's face is like, these people. And again, when you get through this, they, um, what happened in 1834 is they broke through a window on the side and then just machine gunned everyone. Mm-hmm. Which it wasn't machine guns in 1834, so I'm very intrigued to see how they did that back then. Uh, anyways, but you have Merrick... Repeating crossbow. Quick, quick trigger fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then you have Merrick who comes at Andy with her axe, which is like, you really, you have never lifted yeah. anything in your life. And you're going to come after oh an my God. immortal he looks, with a... He looks truly soft yes. when he tries yeah. to do it, too. And he, he's actually yeah. skinny in this movie, so... He, he looks like the Silicon Valley kind of douchebaggy mm-hmm. villain. He, yeah, he is dressed for the part. He yeah. could have been in Silicon Valley, the TV show, as a bad guy for a season. He really looked would've... like the lead from that, didn't he? He did yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um... But you have Annie says, like, do you think he speaks Russian? That goes back to the plane when she fake killed yes, the pilot. Yes, callback. Um, but I love when they do that, where she fake shoots Andy, then he shoots Nile, and then Andy kills, like, axe to the freaking throat, shoulder. But he's still not going down. So Nile just yeets him out the window with her. And <laughs> as she's falling, you just hear her go, shit! Yep, that was great. Just yeet. Because she straight up said, like, on the plane scene, she's like, I'm not jumping out of this plane. Like, I'm not going down with this plane. She obviously was not mm-hmm. about jumping out and hitting the ground. And now she's accepted her now that, Yeah, now that she's accepted that this is happening. Yeah. Shit! I will say, I want to cut this movie with the Dark Souls, you died, coming up after every death. <laughs> Just boom. I'm going to put you in charge of making that. <laughs> Once I get access to Adobe Premiere that I didn't steal from Clemson, I'm kidding, right? <laughs> they shut all that down immediately. They let me keep all my stuff for, like, two years from all yeah. I was like, guys, that's a mistake. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all gone. But I want that cut. Give me that cut. The, the, the cute cut? Give the, the people what cut. they didn't want. Yeah. So you guys got any other commentary on this one? Um, I enjoyed the cast. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed the speed of the movie. Because mm-hmm. it could have been really yeah. slow. It really could have. It, yeah, it had good decent keeps, pace. It keeps good pace. Um, I thought the writing was really good for a comic book turned movie. Writing can oh. be rough. This was mean, very well written. Marvel, not we take it, or we take it for granted because of how often Marvel translates mm-hmm. comics to the movie. But all it takes is looking at the Fantastic Four, not going uh-huh. for the easy low hanging fruit with DC and anything they touch. God, yeah. Um, hey, and, Wonder Woman's yeah. great. It's all right. It's all right. On rewatch, it's all right. Yeah. For a solo female superhero movie. Oh, it was great. It was great. Yes. But on rewatch, the story's like, eh, yeah, some things. The, the final. We're not talking about Wonder Woman. <laughs> Another time. Dog for life. Fair. I have some fun facts for you. Or in this movie or about Wonder that, Woman? Nope, about this movie. Okay. About Old Guard. It's a 2020 film that I looked up. They're Wikipedia, so they're not spurious. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Gina Prince, by the way, the director, 
Yes. Uh, she, with a budget of $7 million, became the first black woman to direct a big budget comic book film. Oh. So there you go. Great That's a fact. fun fact. Uh, another fun fact is that uh, Quinn in the comics is Japanese, but the actress, is Mariko, Vietnamese. is Vietnamese. So they changed it in everything. Like, they changed a whole bunch of stuff about her backstory. Oh, differs okay. from. I think in the comics, according to this, she falls off a boat. In this one, she's deliberately thrown into yes, the ocean. Yes, I did see that because it was supposed to be she fell off a boat in a storm. Yeah. And the CGI for a storm would have been expensive. Yes. Yeah, That they say, according to someone, that was partially a logistical change to save money. Yep. Makes sense. Fair. Those are my two fun facts. <laughs> they have like a list of fun facts. Just two. Just two. Just two. Not too many. Uh, well, this is our second recording of the day, and... Um, a lot of yawning going around. Yeah. Yes. Wine, so wine will do that to us. Yeah. That Ratings? <laughs> yes. Uh, let's rate this film. Alrighty. Who wants to go first? I guess I will because you're both looking at me right I, now. T- <laughs> Alrighty, I'll go first then. Okay. <laughs> uh, I give this 76 Returns from the Dead. I'll give it a... Uh... uh I think I'll give it 85 uh, back-of-the-head headshots from afar. Ooh, just... <laughs> to teach a lesson. <laughs> I will give it 88 fake dead Russian pilots. Ooh, so y'all both liked it about the same. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, 76. 76? So this is a 83 average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said that's, a, that's I think, would be the perfect score overall. This, uh, we've rated this one the same as Revenge of the Sith. So if we're going off uh, podcast numbers, this is going to be a terrible episode. <laughs> <laughs> did that one do bad? You told me that one did bad. Well, that was also like the... It was one of, it was our like second. Yes. Well, the yeah. stars have been done many a time. Yeah, I mean, I'm not... It was I'm not surprised. Do it. Do it. Do it. Um... No. We should really have... To, I should do a ranking... But I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, it'd be easy to do. It would not be. today, Satan. I'm just not going to do it. In this economy? <laughs> In this climate? Absolutely not. Uh, not today, Satan. Well, do we have all ten episodes on? Wait. Are you missing the one that we? Oh missed? no, 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 because no, uh, we've got we've got them all on here, but they were downloaded when we were on the previous engine, so they aren't count. Or all of their downloads are still going through that. URL, so they aren't coming up in the statistics. Mm. So I have no way of knowing whether or not those first three did decently. Right. And the world may never know. And with that, we hope you enjoyed today's second podcast. The NPR style sign-off. And we look forward to talking to you. About another movie. At another time in the future. What movie? Oh, what are our guesses? I'm going to go with uh, the 1980s classic Rock and Roll. Um, I'm going to throw a Highlander. Well, we want to do a Highlander. I know. We'll do it eventually. Okay, well, that, that's it's not fitting time. with the... The issue is we can't quit our day jobs and just record a million episodes. <laughs> I know. One day, that's the goal. We'll make a Patreon and see if we can quit our, make enough to quit our day jobs. And We're going to watch Boss Baby next. That's never going to happen. Exactly. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to dad clap out. Bye, friends.